Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> Our guest this week is bartender extraordinaire Mr. Eli Shapiro. Oh, hello. Live. <laughs> That's your cue. That was your cue. This is a Skype oh. episode, so if there's awkward pauses like that, eh, just roll with it. Eli's one yeah. of our long-term besties from the East Coast. He's still there. Wait, you guys aren't in Boston? <laughs> Where are you? Uh, we're in sunny California. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's rainy where I am. Well, that sounds like New England to me. I, when you, we were talking about doing this, you sent me a list of the top five movies that you had seen with me. Yeah. At, Ooh, at, I'd like to hear this list. Yeah, the list is Life, the movie with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, sure. which I do remember seeing and loving, and I think it's to this day very underrated. Back to the Future trilogy. Does yeah, that count as all one of or them. three? They, all, that counts as one. Okay. Yeah. Indiana Jones trilogy. Yep. Number four has an excellent story, which I don't know if Maddie's been told, but we'll have to tell that story after this. That's the movie Conspiracy Theory? Have you... I know the movie quite well, <laughs> Do but you know the I don't know the story. Okay, it's a very... It's Eli... magical. It's a magical Alex <laughs> and you Eli in high school. Yeah, we'll definitely tell it. And number five is End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger, which I did not see with you. <laughs> I did not see that movie with you. I don't know who you think you saw that with. <laughs> I think we listened to the soundtrack together. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But if we tell this conspiracy theory story, it's we're going to get two perspectives. Okay. We're going to get the perspective of shithead Eli yeah. and the friend he duped along <laughs> along for the ride. So I don't know how you want this story told to you. Oh, I'd like to hear the the duped naive version first and then find out what the CD underbelly is. <laughs> uh, so me and Eli had just come off like a really like we were at summer camp together like the first time we spent a lot of time like we played baseball together and been at hebrew school and stuff like that but we went to summer camp and we had a really great time and we're starting like freshman year of high school new times were upon us and um our bodies were changing we were going through weird things (laughs) anyway i thought eli was funny hysterical he is he is hysterical i used to think he was as well (laughs) September or so, so we're one month into school, and Eli calls me out of the blue to say, hey, do you want to go see Conspiracy Theory? Do you want to hang out this this weekend, see this mm-hmm. movie? Um, and I was just so excited, because he was like reaching out, he was like trying to connect with me, Yeah, and he wanted to see Conspiracy Theory, and... I had just seen it, and it was really <laughs> average movie. But the kind of movie you didn't want to see. So, like, for people that don't know, it was like a Mel Gibson. It was yeah. like it was uh, Ransom era Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon Four era Mel Gibson, and um, I didn't want to see it again. But I'm like, I'll I'll see it. I'll see it to hang out. If it get one more chance to hang out with that with yeah. that go getter Eli, and we get there, and I don't. 
it becomes very clear that Eli only invited me because he was trying to set me up with a girl that I wasn't yeah. necessarily attra- he had n- he was only there for self interest. He uh-huh. was trying to hook up with another chick and brought me along as a wingman because he knew this other girl that I was not into mm-hmm. or interested at all in. And he like made me sit with her. And I would only find I basically had to sit through this movie again. And it was just Eli all in it for himself. And you so you didn't even really get to watch it with Eli. No, not at all. You're in all. the same theater. I like to picture that you're like several rows apart. Well, he was, his, he was, I don't know why you brought me. I don't know what the, the reason to bring me into this was, because he had a goal. He was trying to hook up with a girl himself, right. yeah. which he didn't, <laughs> thankfully. Serves me right. Karma Serves is a right. bitch. Yeah. But, um, and I mean, the girl he was trying to hook me up with was very nice, but yeah. I just have no interest. Right. And he did it, like, he didn't even, like, give me a, a warning or a heads no. up. There was no, like. <laughs> Eli, what's, do you have any defense? Uh, no, he's pretty spot on. <laughs> I didn't know that you had seen the movie already, though, so I'm sorry for making you watch it one more time. I'm not sorry for what I did, except yeah. for the part that I made you watch it one more time. And I had one other very better. telling Eli story that would add some color to people that don't know him. And this involves our time, uh, another, like we did like a summer art program at Mass College of Art one summer. Mm-hmm. And it's good because this ties in with film. <laughs> this ties in with film and also illustrates Eli's just like busting balls nature. Um, we took a film class. I remember. Like a film elective. You have to specifically choose. And it was cool because like, you know. There were people from all over that like was going to this, but the film class was like you're gonna shoot on like eight millimeter and you're gonna splice, you know, film together yeah. and like watch really shitty French movies that we try to avoid on this podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, the pro- so we had to do like sort of like a two minute I guess thesis. So my project was like I you know as like a as, as anyone would, I tried to put some like thought into it. How am I gonna make the most of like a silent black and white two minute thing and I did, and Eli was my actor I, I had him as my star and we used the gymnasium and basically I made this like big anticipation it's basically a guy practicing in the gym it was almost like a like a Nike commercial uh-huh. or something like that like if you just add the orchestra music it was like that and the idea was like it was going to be this ironic thing where it, like epic shots that builds up as he's about to go for this like layup or dunk or whatever and he just trips so all the build up <laughs> leads to him tripping on the right. floor we do the final screenings, and I never saw what... E- Eli had to do his own film, and everyone else had to do his own film. Eli decided... So for Eli's film, and, and I think yours screened first, and I don't know why... I wasn't, I wasn't even there for the film, for like the screening. I was away, so it was even better that um, you found out this way without me even being there to witness I, your face. I wish, I wish I knew which screened first, but it turns out yeah. Eli decided for his project was going to do a parody of my project. He just did like... he. So it's like him starring in it and him starring in his own thing. So basically, I, I don't. I wish I could remember which one screened first. And we had to right. call up Jim or Laren because they were in the room. Yeah. And they were in on the joke. And Eli oh, yeah, said, don't yeah. tell Alex what I'm doing. We had two other friends that were in it. And I remember being so fucking pissed. So fucking pissed off that you were like... 
that that's what you chose to invest <laughs> your time into was to just fucking play a trick on me and i was trying hard to like make some real art yeah yours hey yours was good but you know you could either do something good or make something funny i chose to make something funny you and they know? say imitations the best form of flattery, flattery. didn't yes. did, wasn't that also the program that involved you guys convincing your younger brother to jump out of a second story <laughs> yes window? yes Dan yeah. was our stuntman. That was we, another eight millimeter thing, but we all had to like, we like we each got like thirty seconds of film, and this was like a like a you pass it around, and then we mm. watch what everyone's going to. You yeah. pass one camera around, one roll of film, and yeah, we just went like and did like Jackass style. I think Jackass was out at the time. It was the peak of Jackass's popularity, <laughs> clearly, and you you decided to just well, there was like a house that was under construction in the woods or something. Right, it hadn't been built yet, and we convinced my brother that, hey, we jump through this window head first, and we're fine, so let us just get a good shot of you diving head first through the Practical effects, you're like, we, want, we, can't, we, can't, we, gotta, we can't do this in post, we gotta get it all live. And had you jumped out of it yourself? Probably not, but <laughs> we, we got him to do it, we got a really good shot. And he jumps through the window, head first, diving through like Superman, and lands down like, I don't know, eight feet below, <laughs> with the wind knocked out of him. He's like, ooh, ooh, and me and Popkin are just laughing. That sort of really describes me and Eli's relationship. He would step, he, would, he was a habitual line stepper. He would cross the line, and we wouldn't talk for a while, and then we'd come back and patch it up, because he's so damn charming. <laughs> And so Thank here we you, are. Uh, here we are, and we're going to build you a queue. We're going to build you a queue. Now, Thank you. I, I'm, what I'm curious about, like, question number one is, why don't you have a queue? I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of searched aimlessly through Netflix, and then when I see something I want to watch, I watch it, and, you know, I pretty much binge watch shows until I'm through with it and then keep it moving. And do you enjoy the process of searching through and deciding or is that stressful? No, it's no, it takes about <laughs> most takes about most of my time and then I just turn it on and fall asleep immediately. So, yep. I guess it it would be valuable to have a queue. I just I need structure in my life and that's why I called you guys cuz I want your help. You came to, to the right place. Yep. Queue me up. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you a series of very personal and revealing questions. And based on your answers, we're going to suggest some movies to you, see if they seem like things that you'd want to put in your queue. Once we've built you a small queue, we'll decide which movie in that queue to watch together. Yeah, these questions were designed to map every, every facet of the human brain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine doesn't work very well, though. I, I ruined it. But go ahead. We'll be the judge. I of that. dare you. All right. Question number one, Mr. Shapiro. What movie have you seen the most times? Half Baked. I'd say in college, my buddy who lived on the same floor as me, we would like habitually smoke weed together and be like, hey, we're smoking weed. Let's put on Half Baked because that's how you smoke weed. So, you know, every time we smoked weed, we'd watch that movie. And and we smoked a lot of weed back then. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be surprised then to to see what what our supercomputer uh, is suggesting. So I've input okay. I've input half baked into our supercomputer. 
And yep. so the first movie that it's suggesting is Mac and Devin go to high school. This okay. is this is a movie that uh, stars Snoop, Snoop Dogg Snoop and Wiz D-O-double. Khalifa. <laughs> and who else? Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Oh. And the, it came out in 2012. The synopsis says, Devin Overstreet may be the class valedictorian, but he hasn't had much life experience. Enter Mac Johnson, a 10th year senior and weed dealer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Snoop, but I don't know. Have you seen uh, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart's Potluck Dinner Party TV show? No. I feel pretty strongly that it's the best show currently on television. It's a cooking show that stars the two of them. Basically, they're just best friends, and they cook for each other, and they have like guests come join them to eat and drink with them. Is this a real thing? This, is a, a real this is a real thing. Show. I don't know where or how we can get our listeners to watch it on Hulu. Uh it's on VH1. I think we have to watch it through VH1, and their Roku channel is garbage. So it's not easy to watch, logistically, but if you can find it, it's really, really good. Yeah, Eli, I'm with you. Snoop is best used in cameo roles, as in the movie Half-Baked. Right. <laughs> Do you remember what his character was in Half-Baked? He was himself, I thought. Yeah, I don't know, but he was a type of weed uh, uh, pothead. He was describing the types of people uh, he met. No, wow. He was the Don't vulture smoker. He was the guy that would come oh, yeah, in and just yeah, yeah, say, like, man, I even <laughs> even hit that yet. <laughs> you know what I like Snoop in? I like Snoop in those wildlife videos where he narrates it. And he's like, oh, shit, get out of here, little chameleon. <laughs> I, I haven't don't know seen those, but that sounds yeah, great. Just, you should find that. Yeah. All right, what else can we find him from Half-Baked? Um, Half-Baked suggestion. There's a movie called Kid Cannabis. I uh, mean, <laughs> I... I <laughs> I like that movie because it was funny too. These are just like weed related movies. <laughs> yeah, the next one's Super High Me. Have you seen that? I, the documentary? Think, yeah, it it was okay. Uh yeah. I like Super Size Me better. Pretty much all of these are well, not all of these are weed are weed based. Um have you seen Sausage Party? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How about Wet Hot American Summer? Good movie. Have you seen White Chicks? Yeah. Great movie. <laughs> Do you know I met Vanessa Carlton once? The girl who does that that uh, theme song for White Chicks? I did not know that. Tell us tell us that story. Uh, so I was I was bartending at the Brighton Music Hall. Uh-huh. You know, you you played there. Formerly Harper's Ferry. Formerly Harper's Ferry. And she like wanted some fucking Chardonnay for the green room. So I had to bring it up, and she had a stupid-ass little dog <laughs> yipping around. Uh, it was a horrible show, but <laughs> let me sum it up for you. <laughs> it's basically just... And it was like an all-ages show, uh-huh. which sucks for bartenders, oh, because yeah. your whole livelihood is based off alcohol sales, yeah. and it was like... Fuck, we got this shitty music and we don't make money. So um, I really like that song. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I do. I do. I've come to accept it. When it first came out, I sort of like had to pretend I didn't like it. And What's fact, the name of the song if you like it so much? A thousand miles. And I miss you. <laughs> a thousand miles. 
So what I would used to do when I would go out to different bars is I would put like, I don't know, five bucks in the jukebox and play that song like six different times <laughs> and, just, and leave the bar so, so that everyone had to listen to that song. Uh, it was recently sampled in a hip hop song. Have you heard this? No. That's really, no. that's good, I would say. I can't remember who who did it. It's uh, it's Cameron. Mm, of oh. Hey Ma fame. Yeah, he did a he did a video where he sampled that Vanessa Carlton song. It would be cool if he had her as like his ride or die chick <laughs> in the video. I love this movie. I hope you've you haven't seen it. Or this if he had like the weigh-ins from white chicks in it. <laughs> um as as the girls. Right. In character. His, Have you seen the movie Hot Buzz? No. We're adding this to the list. This, this is you, a great movie. This movie's so fucking awesome. good. Um, it's from Edgar Wright. Uh, his previous movie before this was Shaun of the Dead. He did uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Um, okay, the I know. I know the end. guy. Hot Fuzz yeah. is a cop parody. Hot awesome. cops. Since you're all into par- all about parodying shit, you fucking dick. <laughs> still, still bringing up old shit. I would love to see those. I would love to see those silent films. All right, we've got one on the list. We're going to see if we can All get right. to five. Next question. What's a movie you thought you would hate, but ended up really liking? Um, the way I like to think about this, it's maybe a girlfriend dragged you to see this, or you were... Maybe Alex tr- tricked you into seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy theory. <laughs> no. No, no. Um, I guess... The Princess Bride was, like, you never really think you would like a movie called The Princess Bride because it sounds so girly, but it was an awesome movie. You know what's funny? That movie's tough because, like, I don't know what the exact age is, but I feel like you have to see it between a certain range, and if you get too old, you're just not going to like it. We entered The Princess Bride into our supercomputer, and it might surprise you to know that the first movie that it has shot out at us is Tropic Thunder. Oh, yes! That is so weird, but I love that movie. I figured you would have seen it. Who's who's your favorite character in Tropic Thunder? It's hard to argue with Downey Jr. Yeah, I think it's Downey Jr. I'm sorry, the correct answer was Tom Cruise. Strong answer. For the surprise factor, if nothing else. I liked his hairy forearms. It's certainly his best role. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> have you seen V for Vendetta? No, I haven't. V for Vendetta is Natalie Portman, 2005, a masked freedom fighter known as V, takes up arms against a totalitarian government and finds an unlikely ally in a young woman. Just like the Princess Bride. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have any interest in adding this to your list? Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. All right. I've never seen it. It's it's based on a graphic novel. The same guy that wrote Watchmen and From Hell... And League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So, I know you're a comic book bro. Yeah, at heart, I am. At heart. I, right. I, I borrowed the graphic novel from a friend, and after about a year and a half, gave it back, having not made it more than ten pages in. <laughs> but no, it's supposed to bad. be great. So it was a bad comic book, but... No, I think it was movie. good. I think I just... I, it was black and white. It's dense, too. It was really dense, and I have trouble with black and white graphic novels. I read the graphic novel From Hell, which mm-hmm. people will know from the movie that Johnny Depp was in. Sure. 
that movie, that was so dense, and I thought I was missing something. I mean, I, you know, like, those are things where you're like, this must be so smart for me. I'm missing something. Yeah. I'm like, what am I missing? But I don't know. Hmm. Should we ask him another question? Yeah. Mr. Shapiro, what is your favorite yes. Will Smith movie? This Whoa. is the part... This <laughs> this question maps the part of your brain that <laughs> likes Will Smith. Well, I guess that's better than asking me what's my favorite Tom Hanks movie, because all of them are. <laughs> this replaces that question. We realized that every Tom Hanks movie you put into our supercomputer basically suggests <laughs> the same movies. So... This is an experiment. We've we've swapped it out, and we're going to see what happens when we when we put in a Will Smith. When we movie. make it fresh, Prince. All right, my favorite movie that I saw with Alex <laughs> that features Tom Hanks was Castaway. <laughs> so you're just uh, going to ignore the Will Smith question? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. Um, you could either go Bad Boys, which was like an original OG classic. Or you could go Independence Day, which was pretty solid. Or you could go uh, I Am Legend, which is kind of zombie vampire. Um, this is a pretty tough question. Can you give me hints? I would like to use a landline, please. Uh, I think the answer you're looking for is Bad Boys 2. Oh, <laughs> shit. You were close. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. Of those three movies, if you had to watch one of them right now, which one would you watch? Bad Boys. Well, that's yeah. the answer. I guess it is. Well, I put Bad Boys into our supercomputer, and the first movie that it suggests is Bad Boys 2. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sounds interesting. <laughs> I assume that you've seen that. Yeah, I've seen it. Um... There's another movie that it shoots out that's in my queue. It's a little Bruce Willis joint called Armageddon. Oh, great movie. Hey, what was a better asteroid movie, Armageddon <laughs> or Deep Impact? I didn't see Deep Impact, but... But you Armageddon. son of a Armageddon bitch. I've never more... seen either. Armageddon had... No way. No way. I call bullshit. Armageddon... You're right, I saw them both. <laughs> <laughs> Which one had the better soundtrack? Armageddon. I don't know if Deep Impact actually had a soundtrack. Sorry, I'm looking up the the uh, soundtrack for Deep Impact, and there's <laughs> there's nothing good on it. Read it, read uh, it to us. What's on it? La Boheme, written by Giacomo Puccini. <laughs> the Hole, written by Skip Ewing and James Dean Hicks. Fly Me to the Moon. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it must be an angel. Now let's compare that to the Armageddon soundtrack. We can do that off the top of our head. Probably. <laughs> I thought you'd never seen it. Hmm? I know, but I own the soundtrack. Oh, all right. It's got, well, I mean, yeah. it's it's got Don't Want to Miss a Thing. It's got Sweet Emotion yep. on it. Yeah, it's got Chantel doing Leaving on a Jet Plane. Is Our Lady Peace in that? Starseed remix. Uh, Roll Me Away, Bob Seger, Pusher Man by Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you ready to weigh in on which soundtrack is better? Well, it's Armageddon, obviously. Yeah, that's the right answer. So, um, back to that Mel Gibson shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, is he really a racist against us Jewish people? It seems or is that, like it. Th- does that mean you don't like his movies? Because I still like his movies. Well, 
I can't speak for Alex, and in fact, I can almost guarantee that he that we have different stances on this. No, it, I actually this one really makes my blood boil. The oh. fact that so he's tell been, me. The, well, just that the fact that he's been like let back into mm. Hollywood. Like he's been, like, he is, was nominated for an Oscar for Best Picture this past year. My my what, gen- about, what about Braveheart though? I've never seen it. I've never seen I, it. <laughs> you can't you can't take it away and say that you've never seen Braveheart because he's racist. <laughs> I've actually just never seen Braveheart. I my general stance is like when someone is is like that, when someone, you know, is revealed for being so bad, then I'm fine just letting go of them. Because there's enough good movies and there's enough good media out there that it's not like I'm ever in a position where I have to watch a Mel Gibson thing or I'm not going to see a good movie. What did he What did he say about us Jewish friends? What did he do? Here, look at the look at the video real quick. <laughs> Eli is currently eating a box of chocolate covered matzah. I, I hope you choke on that matzah until you change <laughs> your stance. <laughs> Hold on. on, Gibson situation. Hold on, Hold on. One, one second. What does uh, <laughs> Al Gibson think about us Jews? Why doesn't he? Eli is now holding up some chocolate gelt. Where do you have all this, cho- this Jewish sweets? Uh, well, I sleep in a pile of chocolate gelt. Like, <laughs> like, like the Jewish version of Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I swim around. It's pretty fun. Oh, man. All right. I don't know. I don't know what movie to put on your queue. Eli, I don't know if you know this, but there are an inordinate amount of bad Nicolas Cage movies on Netflix. (laughs) One of them was popped up. He's basically made so many movies in the past, like, seven to ten years that we've never even heard of. One of them popped up. Really? And it's called Stolen. Looks like the sequel to Gone in 60 Seconds. Where it was just stolen. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't that Liam Neeson? No. Taken? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, read the description. A master thief is ready to leave his criminal past behind, but when his daughter is kidnapped, he's forced to pull off one last heist. Oh, I love that trope. (laughs) That is one of the best movie tropes of all time. Yeah, I'd see that. I'd fuck with that shit. All right, we're adding it to your list. (laughs) All right, Eli. We're almost through this. All right. What movie... Should we add to our cues? Oh shit! Um, it's Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's this half an hour movie. Um, I'm in where this where this guy <laughs> travels time. Kung Fury and... is it? Kung Fury. Yes, yes. Kung Fury, <laughs> Kung Fury is yeah, in my queue, and I haven't seen it. Yes. Best movie on Netflix right now. I have seen Kung Fury and I absolutely loved it. And I'm I think it's almost criminal that Alex hasn't seen it yet, given how much okay. he will like it once he sees it. Yeah. We go, put go. we put Kung Fury into our supercomputer and yeah. it for some reason thinks that you would like a movie called Gantz O. Came out last year. Teams of recently deceased people who've been revived and given high-tech weapons, must cooperate to defeat an army of monsters in Tokyo and Osaka. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. It looks pretty badass. Is it funny or is it serious? I don't know. What's the taglines? The genre? Uh, Action and adventure and anime? But it looks live action. The director's name is Daisuke, as in Daisuke Matsuzaka. Oh, 
Oh, what's his favorite pitch? What was that thing? The gyro, the gyro ball. ball. Yeah, thing was sick. It was like a slider. <laughs> I think we should add this to the queue. All right. Have you guys seen John Dies in the End? That's the name of the movie. I've heard of it, but it's I've... weird. It's weird, but but I enjoyed it. This is interesting. So, based on John Dies at the End, our supercomputer has a bunch of weird fucked up shit that it thinks you should see. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of them is called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Wow. It's got Elijah Wood. A timid nursing assistant gets a new lease on life when she and a neighbor loner track down the degenerates who broke into her house. I don't. That doesn't make me feel happy. I don't want to watch that. I agree. It's a crime drama. Um, it also thinks that you might like this movie called Yoga Hosers. Kevin Smith okay. movie. This is Kevin Smith's most oh. recent movie. So this is the one he came with last year. With an all-important high school party at stake, two teen yoga fanatics enlist a manhunter to help fight an army of monsters created by Nazis. Wait, who who directed this? <laughs> Kevin Smith, and it stars his daughter, Harley That's Quinn silent, Smith. That's Silent Bob, you mean. <laughs> yes. Nobody knows his real name. <laughs> he made this... I guess is this a horror movie? Yeah, it's a comedy horror movie. Do I you, like most of his shit. Do you have any interest in adding this to your queue? Yeah, sure. To complete the sure. queue. All right, we've yeah. completed the queue. All right. Now we do. You, do you send it to me via via just regular disc? Carrier pigeon. Or... <laughs> Carrier pigeon. No, we're gonna put it on a CD-ROM and then we'll mail it to you. <laughs> awesome. So <laughs> I'll get it in a month. I'm You'll gonna... get it in a month. In the meantime, let's look at this list and pick which movie we're going to watch right now. All right, Eli. Based on your pick of Half Baked, we've got Edgar Wright's Hot Fuzz. Yep. Based on The Princess Bride, you've got V for Vendetta. Okay. We've got, based on your Will Smith fave, Bad Boys, we've got the movie Stolen, which is a Nick Cage movie from 2012. And then, based on John Dies at the End, we've got the movie Yoga Hosers, directed and written by Silent Bob. And, yeah, based on Kung Fury... I didn't get the name of that one. The uh, anime... Gantz O. Oh. Which is about undead people yes. being revived to fight... Yeah. Zombies. Something like that. So, we're gonna watch this together? So, we're gonna... We're gonna narrow this down to three... Then yep. we'll pick one, and we'll each go watch it, and then we'll come back and, and talk about it. Okay. We can't watch it and record at the same time for technical reasons. Right. Yeah. Are there any immediate cross-offs? All right. I'm going to cross off the Nick Cage one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good choice. Uh, let's cross off one more. <laughs> so, all right. I want to watch that fucking Silent Bob joint. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right now. Yeah, and then later I want to watch the fucking zombie type Nazi shit. Uh huh. And then Hot Fuzz I want to watch later. And then we're so we're crossing off V for Vendetta. I mean, I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, I mean, it's in your queue. Just, Look, you're gonna watch all these. You're gonna watch that fucking Nicolas Cage movie eventually. <laughs> While you guys watch <laughs> that Silent Bob movie, I'm secretly gonna watch the Nicolas Cage. <laughs> that would be. 
<laughs> the <laughs> most Eli thing you could possibly do. <laughs> be so Eli. I'll be like, I love the part where Nick Cage gets his daughter back. <laughs> oh, 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 you guys watch that other movie. <laughs> We have no ability to force him to watch the movie that he chooses. This is a massive flaw in our plan. All right. Um, let's do it. Let's watch Yoga Hosers. Okay. I, I'm and I it. can access this via my TV. Do you have Netflix? No. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what you mean by clearing the queue. No, just kidding. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Alright, so we're all going to watch Yoga Hosers, and uh, once it's done, we'll come back on Skype and we'll talk about what we thought. Alright, cool. Our listeners are going to hear the trailer for it as well. <laughs> I'm talking about your entire generation. Generation, why me, I call it. You live on your phones. You have no idea how to function like normal people in the real world. Miss Wickland, this isn't the real world. This is Canada. Sorry about that. I'm not even supposed to be here today! Hello, we're being attacked by a little sausage man with concentrated tower car for blood. They look like Adolf Hitler. Damn yoga hosers. This is so basic. This is beyond basic. Hello. Hello. Oh, that was so much better than the first movie we tried to watch. Now we made a good decision. Yeah. I just want to talk about how upset I was at at uh, making the wrong call. I'm sorry. I mean, it, like, like we can play back the tape, but like there yeah. was no debate. Like typically with every guest we have, yeah, there's some hemming and hawing and like, you tell me how do we do this? How do we whittle it down? You went, yeah. all right, we're seeing yoga. <laughs> like you realize, like it was you literally dove in head first, much like your younger brother would dive into a eight foot drop of. Well, I'm upset that you guys didn't try and stop me. Um, all of that guy's <laughs> movies that I've seen have been awesome. Kate, yeah, you Kate know? Smith. So I figured, you know, Chasing Amy, awesome. Mallrats, awesome. <laughs> Clerks, awesome. Yoga posers, horrible. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, tell the listeners what happened. Yeah, so we, we started watching Yoga Hosers. Um, after I would say about 10 minutes, Eli texted us and said, guys, I didn't want to say anything <laughs> if, if like you guys were enjoying it, yeah. cause I didn't, I so, didn't know if <laughs> this had ever happened for you guys before. Like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking quit. So Eli texted us. He said, guys, you said you want to bail. Eli said, are you enjoying this movie? And Alex said, no. <laughs> And that was about it. And then you said, I can't yeah. do it any longer. So we hopped back on the phone. And it, it between our two contenders, basically because the 20 minutes had been so bad, Alex and Eli basically felt strongly that we should go for the sure thing. Right. And so the other movie might have been really cool, but it was time for us to watch Hot Fuzz. Sergeant Nicholas Angel. Expert in hand-to-hand combat. 
armed response, and high-speed pursuit. He was so good, they reassigned him. Statistically, Sanford is the safest village in the country. Now, this big city cop. You ever fired two guns whilst jumping through the air? No. You ever fired one gun whilst jumping through the air? No. Must learn. Is it true that there is a place in a man's head that if you shoot it, it will blow up? How to think small. Morning, the swans escaped. The swans escaped. Can you describe it to me? About two foot tall. Yep. Uh, long, slender neck. Huh? That's just gonna scare it. Have you ever wondered why the crime rate is so low, and yet the accident rate is so high? Oh, uh, yeah. Bust this thing wide open. From the guys who watched every action movie ever made and created Shaun of the Dead. You never taken a shortcut before? Got a mustache. I know. Maddie, you had said that you thought you had seen it. I thought I had seen it, and then a couple minutes in, I was like, I've never seen this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Eli, before we get into Hot Fuzz, what we like to do is recap the plot. So let's give you the pleasure of uh, summarizing. Give us, in 60 seconds, summarize (laughs) Hot Fuzz. (laughs) All right, a bunch of British guys, like... (laughs) Basically reenacting Bad Boys, my favorite Will Smith movie. Also, referencing Bad Boys 2. And what was the other movie they kept referencing? Point Break. Point Break, yeah. Specifically, the movie's about this super cop, Nicholas Angel, who, for some reason, because he's too good of a cop in London, gets relocated to a country town, a sleepy country town, it's called Sanford, and he just can't turn off his super copness, and he stumbles into what is a uh, a secret, almost Scooby Doo esque like plot. Very Scooby Doo esque. To uh, basically that that the, the the townsfolk have been committing and conspiracy theorizing about <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw that in there, uh, and uh, it really does become so meta, like so self-referential of those movies, and it. Uh, Nick Angel comes out on top, solves the crime. Sure does. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an epic. It turns into an epic buddy cop, and it, mm-hmm. it's great. I have a list of the action movie tropes mm. that were covered in this. Yeah, just to show you how meta. Like you won't realize it on the first viewing. Like, but like, that's why I get to list all this. Stuff. Don't tell me what I won't realize, okay. and don't tell me which viewing this was. <laughs> it still could have been my first or second. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Eli, what's most important? We'll go through all this the details later, but. Just tell us, did you enjoy this? Yes, I enjoyed it very much. I was very happy. Have you uh, seen Shaun of the Dead, Mr. Shapiro? Yeah, I have. So you recognized the main, the two main yeah. actors? So he did, they did those and, and then World's End. That was like sort of the, the trilogy. Um, I didn't see that. Oh, it's great. I think all three of them are fantastic. Did you see what my uh, Netflix recommended for me to watch for... Via Nicolas Cage? Knowing? Yeah, that's a movie. <laughs> it's just another Nicolas Cage movie? Yeah, yeah, but it was like, you might be interested in Knowing <laughs> featuring Nicolas Cage because you watched Armageddon. <laughs> Which, by and the way, I, I did, I actually spent some time, since this is my third viewing of Hot Fuzz, I did spend some time trying to resolve the deep impact versus Armageddon 
thing. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I got some stats. Well, I mean, I don't know if you want to do full deep dive, but... Deep that. dive, nice. <laughs> I learned that Deep Impact... Dive. So Deep Impact came out May 8th, 98, and Armageddon came out July 1st, 98. So they came Ooh. out so close yeah. together. Right. Um, both have really low Rotten Tomato scores, and Deep Impact actually edges edges Armageddon out, 48 to 39. Wow. Wow. Deep Impact had the bigger opening weekend, like 70 million in the U.S., but Armageddon ended up making more total. Mm. Which one do you feel like made the, the sort of deeper impact? <laughs> I'm not going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Ar- Armageddon the feeling you didn't like my joke. <laughs> so can I go through my list of uh, yeah, action it. movie, buddy movie tropes that like you guys don't I don't want to tell you what you realize. <laughs> First is the uh, there's the angry detectives, the other detectives on the force that hate the main super cop. Yep. Nick Frost mentions that he asks if like have you you've never had a you've never jumped in the air and fired your guns. You've never <laughs> been in a high speed chase oh, yeah. and fired your guns. Um, all things that would happen later. Right. Um, right. The cool the cool name the cool name of the hero, which is like. Uh, <laughs> Too good to be true. Yep. Nick Angel. Uh, we've got the uh, firing the gun up in the air homage <laughs> to Point Break. Yep. Yeah. Um, several catchphrases. Action movie catchphrases. Self-referential. One time where the where the character would say, did you realize you said this awesomely <laughs> oh, yeah. cool thing? Like, they just like, reference the, the yeah. cool catchphrase. Um, the classic explode... Like, Building about to explode, diving away in slow motion. Oh, yeah. They do that. And then the building doesn't explode. Um, I love that they mention the amount of paperwork it would require if that <laughs> amount of carnage actually occurred. And then there is the carnage, and then they do the paperwork. Mm-hmm. So not only do they mention it, but then... And then there's uh, just the classic montage while he's doing his straight-up investigating. And um, the weapon-up scene, where it's like... Go into the fucking vault, fucking strap on with fucking magazines yep. and fucking bandoliers. Those are those are That's the tropes. It's all in there. Trope. <laughs> <laughs> I want. <laughs> I wanted to say it. <laughs> Trope. Um, Martin Freeman was in the first couple minutes of this, who I've really come to like from Sherlock and The Office and. At the time, I don't think in 2007 I knew who Martin Freeman was. So Morgan Freeman is also in Deep Impact. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce Almighty. Andy Dufresne <laughs> crawled through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. That's the movie I watched the most. More Fuck, than half-baked? More than half-baked? Yeah, and it's a better movie, too. Damn. Wow. And it, <laughs> we can edit, we can edit that out. <laughs> sure, because you watch Shawshank Redemption, our supercomputer thinks that you would like this Snoop Dogg weed movie. <laughs> um, what did you guys eat for snacks and drink while while you watched? It's a great question, and I'm embarrassed that I didn't eat or drink anything. Wow, because I usually do, and I just happened to not. I had. A glass of whiskey and two Bud Lights. 
but no snacks. Well, he showed up with a with a bag of McDonald's. French fries. Uh, I, just, I was craving French fries. So you're telling me that you didn't eat a Costco size box of <laughs> pizza bagels? <laughs> That's what we used to do. Yeah, back in the you day. You fell off, man. You fucking fell off. We used to get the Costco um, chocolate chip cookie dough pre-made, and yep. then just not make the cookies and just eat that straight from the bucket with spoons. I think it's healthier. <laughs> that way. Um, glutton bowl is what he's uh, talking about. Is that when I used, like in high school, I was at my well, peak, my you... peak metabolism, mm. and I could eat a bottomless pit. If so, if I was high, yeah, I could just eat until there was no end, and I could do it better than anybody else. <laughs> Pretty solid. Uh, I think I could eat. Almost as much, maybe not in the pizza bagel category, because mm. it was still hot coming right out of the oven. I remember you're yelling about it, like <laughs> scald, oh, it's scalding the roof of my mouth. No, that's going. the thing about the the uh, sixty bagel bites is that the first batch, <laughs> the first ones you're gonna eat are scalding hot, and the ones at the end are rubbery and cold. <laughs> so there's a sweet spot in the middle that you got to try to get to. It's yeah. really difficult. Yeah. What about that? What about the nugget challenge? Who's your boy there? Where oh, were you? Yeah, I fucking asked out of that. I I could have gone deeper. Although, like, I don't think my metabolism's ever been the same since then. We did a power hour with McDonald's chicken nuggets, which means that we did you eat sixty. You and there were how minute. many of us were there? Ten of us. So we got like I remember going to McDonald's. We, we were chopping around ahead. McDonald's. Like we were playing McDonald's against each other to say like <laughs> this McDonald's is going to offer us six hundred nuggets at this price. What will you do for us? And how far did you make it? I made. I went thirty six, and then I eat like ten after the the whistle. After I bowed <laughs> out, you I, finished it though, Eli. Yeah, I did. I'm the champ still. You and Doug both finished the Nugget Challenge. So my, I have a, I have a similar moment, and you guys were both there. I don't know if you'll remember this, where I, I feel like I can tell you the exact moment that my metabolism has never been the same. Tacos. Um, that I, that I plowed through. I, I did have Taco Bell cater my bar mitzvah, and I ate a lot of tacos, and I had leftovers for a long time. That was seventh grade. Then in eighth grade, remember how in order to get us to keep coming to Hebrew school after our bar mitzvahs, they would give us Papa Gino's pizza? Yeah. There was one week where Erica Salmon said that she could eat more pizza than me, which what? is absurd when you see how big I was at the time and how big she was at the time. But I took it very seriously. And so the next week we As had a contest should. to see who could eat more. And I ate an entire large Papa Gino's pizza, eight slices. That's pretty solid. I feel like that was it. I, I think I literally stopped growing after that. <laughs> I think my body was like, Back look, we've, we've used all that we can. They were just like, let's see how he does. Let's see how he handles this. These, these <laughs> They're like, he, he's behaving irresponsibly. Don't give him any Shut him size. down. Shut him down. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we have to... So Netflix, now that you have a queue, you're going to find it's very useful. After you watch Thank a movie, you. Netflix is you're welcome. Netflix is going to ask you to either say thumbs up, I like this movie, or thumbs down, I didn't, and then it's going to start suggesting movies like knowing Nicolas Cage's knowing. So, Thank thumbs you. up or thumbs down on Hot Fuzz? Thumbs up, Alex. For show thumbs way up. Yeah, this movie too. gets better every time. I agree. <laughs> Having seen it one to two times. <laughs> 
Eli, we've got good news, and it's a little bit... I know it's going to be a little confusing, because a couple hours ago, you didn't even have a queue. But then we, okay. we, then we put five movies in your queue, and then we crossed two movies off of your queue, mm-hmm. even though we only watched one of them. And so you're now two steps closer to clearing the queue. That was Clearing the queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at Clearing the queue, Facebook.com slash Clearing the queue. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. 